Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and today we are talking about the first step that you need to take to create change in your romantic relationships, no matter what the struggle is, no matter what the challenge is, no matter what the conflict is. This lesson today is the most important lesson I learned over a decade ago when it comes to creating change in romantic relationships and creating what you want ultimately within your romantic partnership. It is so powerful that it is also a very tough pill to swallow. And that's because just like in other areas of self-development, no matter what area of your life you're working on growing and evolving, you've probably learned that taking responsibility for your life exactly as it is, is what gives you the power to create change. And that is what we'll be talking about today in relation to your romantic relationships. You can apply this same lesson to any area of your life that you want to change, grow or evolve. It is so incredibly powerful and it's built from this same concept of the power of taking responsibility. As soon as you blame someone else for the state of your life, as soon as you put that responsibility on someone else, you lose all your power to create change. It means that you give all of the control for change, growth and evolution to happen to someone else rather than to yourself. So the more that you can take responsibility for your relationship and your life exactly as it is right now, the greater capacity you have for change. And in fact, it's the very first step you need to take because unless you do what you're going to learn in today's episode, you will continue to fight yourself with where you are. You're not truly accepting where you are, which means that you won't get to where you want to go. So First of all, before I dive into today's topic, I want you all to know that the sound may sound quite different today. I am sitting in a park. I'm recording this episode on my iPhone recorded today rather than with my usual microphone. I have beautiful sounds of birds and nature and the bustling city of Lisbon around me, which is where I now am. I'll be here for another month. I'm very excited before I head off to another part of the world for a next adventure. So you'll have to bear with me if the sound isn't as amazing and if there are, there is background noise. And also it's kind of nice because you can feel like you're here with me in Lisbon. So I also want you to know that the concept we're talking about today is what I call unconscious commitment. This is actually a concept I learned back in 2011 from Gay and Katie Hendricks. So you all might have heard of Gay Hendricks from The Big Leap. He wrote that book. He is a uh, very famous and well-known self-development person in the personal development space. And this concept of unconscious commitment spoke to me so much back in 2011. I applied this concept to my romantic life then, 
and it had me create such huge changes in my point of attraction within my romantic relationships that the next relationship I entered into, which was my relationship that I was in for 10 years, was such a huge upgrade compared to the relationship I was in before. I was able to stop recycling so many limiting patterns because of this tool. And that's why I wanted to share it with you all today. And it has over the years become a really important concept that I have used in my own personal development process, no matter who it is I'm coaching and no matter what area of life we're coaching on, including myself. So the concept of unconscious commitment is that your life exactly as it is right now has been completely created by you. Whether you're aware of it or not, you are committed to your life being exactly as it is every aspect of it, all the facts, all the circumstances, the emotions that you feel, the stories that you're living from, the challenges you're facing, the areas where there's a lot of flow and abundance, the areas where there is a lot of fear and scarcity, every issue, every conflict, every challenge, every weakness, every strength, every experience, every interaction that you are experiencing in your life and in your romantic relationship right now, in some way, you are committed to it being that way. Sometimes this commitment is conscious and you're aware I'm consciously choosing to be committed to this particular experience in my life. And then primarily we are committed unconsciously, right? Because there are so many areas of our life that we have to be kind of on default, right? Our brain can't use all its energy to be making conscious decisions on every aspect of our life every single day. So by default, we uh, default different areas of our life to the unconscious, which means our patterns, our programming, our habits take over. The problem is when you want to create change in a particular area, but you don't realize that you're unconsciously committed to the past way of behaving and relating and, uh, and whatever that habit or program is, which is incongruent in conflict with the way you want to relate in the future. So unless you actually accept that you are unconsciously committed to that particular program or pattern, you will fight yourself every single day and not allow yourself to move into a new pattern. So what we want to do first of all is to look at our life, look at our relationships exactly as they are and take responsibility for them, accept that I'm committed to this. I know it seems wild and weird and a little bit just why would I be doing this? But I am committed to my life being in this way. I'm committed to my relationship being in this way. I'm committed to going through this really hard experience I'm going through right now. I'm even committed to it being hard. And it doesn't matter why, all that matters is that you accept that you are unconsciously committed to that very thing that you want to change. Once you accept that you're committed, that you're the one creating this for yourself, you put the power back in your hands to change the state of that particular thing. 
you stop putting that blame into other people and saying, oh, you know, it's, I'm sort of hard done by, I'm a, I'm a victim. Someone else is responsible for the way I am. And instead you take all that power back and you don't fight yourself anymore, right? You accept, hey, I've created this and that's okay. And then with that harmony you create through acceptance, you then open yourself up to choose consciously. So unconscious commitment is an incredibly powerful concept and it is a a vital part in the transformation process when it comes to building awareness and also being able to understand what your vision is for the next uh, phase of your relationship. You won't have true clarity from yourself until you accept what your unconscious commitments are because you are unconsciously and consciously fighting yourself every step of the way. So we need to come to a place of acceptance before we can move on. So here are five things I want you to know about unconscious commitment. The first is the simple lesson that I've just shared, which is that you are committed to your relationship exactly as it is right now. If you're not in a relationship, you're committed to your romantic life and your experience of it exactly as it is right now. So if you're single, you're committed to being single. If you're in a relationship, you're committed to being in a relationship. If you guys are having arguments about polarity, about fulfillment, about happiness, about direction, you're committed to those arguments right now. If you're feeling in conflict, you're committed to that right now. If you're having disagreements, you're committed to that right now. If you're noticing a protective pattern or a limiting pattern that's come up in your relationship or is... Uh, part of your point of attraction in who you're dating, you're committed to that pattern right now. If you've got a partner who doesn't treat you well, you're committed to your partner not treating you well. If you have a partner that doesn't listen to you, you're committed to your partner not listening to you. If you don't feel seen and heard in your relationships, you're committed to not feeling seen and heard in your relationships. If you're in a relationship where you don't feel like you're aligned with your vision for the future and your values, you are committed to not being aligned with your vision and shared values in some way. And it's beautiful to investigate that and to look at why, but even more important than that is to simply come to this very first step, which is that I'm committed to it. And I don't need to know why right now. I just need to take responsibility for exactly what's happening in my relationship right now. And a little quick note on this one. When it comes to holding the masculine energy pole of the relationship, the way that you lead and make decisions well and hold a powerful container for the relationship is always through accepting full responsibility for everything that's happening in the relationship right now. This can be a really hard pill to swallow because in relationships, we just want to blame each other. That is the pattern we've all learned about relating. It's an unconscious way of relating because it creates more disconnection and it rarely resolves any conflict between you. However, it's one that we all do so much. If you are holding primarily the masculine pole in your relationship, and even if you're not, the way you create change is through taking responsibility for everything exactly as it is right now. So I just want to make that note because for those of you who are wanting to deepen into your masculine energy within the relationship, this 
episode is really, really important for you, even more than for the person who's holding the feminine pole. I would say from a self-development perspective, it is vital for both of you, but you need to go even deeper into this if you want to hold the masculine energy pole of the relationship, because that allows you to, to make changes, to see areas for change, to lead conversations with your partner about how you can change the dynamic between you so that you can create more happiness, fulfillment, connection, love, intimacy, see together yeah okay point number two the sooner you take responsibility the sooner you can do something about it the sooner you're in a position to change now we've gone into this a little bit already but the reason for this is is all about the if I recognize that I am a powerful creator who is creating everything in my life as it is right now as I look for solutions Number one, I will actually see solutions that are within my power. And number two, where I've outsourced my power to someone else, I now get to take that back. So you get to make decisions based on your sphere of influence in your life and in your relationship. That means even if you create a 1% change in the relationship with your behavior, the impact of that is changing the dynamic of your relationship in really big ways over time. I think in relationships, we often want to change everything all at once. Even if you're not in a relationship right now, maybe you're single and you're thinking, oh, I just need to get all of these things perfect first and then I'll start dating. But small shifts, what I tell my clients is 1% shifts create huge changes. If you've read the book Atomic Habits by, I think his name's James Cleary, he talks about this in detail about a 1% change in behavior leads you to a totally different place in your life than making no change at all. But a lot of us are trying to make like 100% changes or 50% changes and they're so big too big that they overwhelm us that we don't make any change at all we just give up right and then that's how we keep ending up in the same place so a one percent change within your sphere of influence creates a totally different dynamic between you and your partner we don't need to get it all perfect we don't need to do it all at once but we do need to create some changes to create changes and the only way we'll be able to do that is if we look at what we can to have control over what where our power is what what we can change without needing the other person to change in any way number three The reason that this is so important is because otherwise all your energy is spent fighting where you are right now, judging yourself and you're coming from a place of lack. So when it comes to manifestation, which is really just creation, and we're talking, when someone's talking about manifestation, they're talking about conscious creation. We're all manifesting every day, which is really just creating, but we want to consciously create. We want to choose be intentional about what we're creating rather than just being at the whim of our patterns and programs and habits and what society and culture tells us and what other people want. So when we do that, we end up in a place that we usually realize on reflection, hey, I never even wanted to be here. And then we feel powerless, that we never had any power, that we don't have uh, power over our lives. We might feel a little bit trapped in our life. So we're always calling our power back to ourselves when we make conscious, intentional decisions. Now, when you're judging where you are, which in some way we're doing by not taking responsibility for where we are, because let's think about it. Why don't we want to take responsibility for our romantic life and our life exactly as it is right now? 
because we're ashamed of it in some way. We're judging it in some way. We're embarrassed of it in some way. We feel guilty about it in some way. We're frustrated. We're sad. We're angry. You're not going to have any problem taking responsibility for the areas of your life that you feel proud of, where you feel satisfied, where you feel happy or joyful. And even then, perhaps you have some difficulty taking responsibility, right? Maybe you're afraid that it will change if you do that, or you're being very modest and want to give that appreciation and gratitude to other people. There are many different motivations for doing that, but generally the areas of our life we definitely don't want to take responsibility for, where it feels like the sore spot, is where we are judging ourselves for being there. So the truth of the matter is there's actually nothing wrong with where you are. It's not wrong if you're fighting with your partner. It's not wrong if you're experiencing a problem in your um, sex and intimacy. It's not a problem if you're experiencing conflict in relation to your finances. It's not a problem if you're experiencing a lack of desire or attraction. It's not a problem if you find yourself landing in the same conversation and ending up more disconnected every single time. It's not a problem if you find yourself constantly attracting the same people who don't treat you well. None of these are actually problems. That That's an opinion. They're not problems because they're always opportunities to learn. They're always opportunities to find your power, to learn from it, to evolve from it, right? But if we're judging the fact that we're there, then we won't see that. We won't see our opportunity to change, to be intentional. We will be at the whim of our circumstances. So all your energy, rather than fighting where you are, as soon as you accept that you are unconsciously or consciously committed to your life exactly as it is right now, that energy is free up to then make conscious decisions about where to go next. You stop judging yourself. You stop shaming yourself. And this is something that needs to be done on a body, mind, and soul level. Your inner voice is totally cool with everything in your life as it is. It's not going to be judging you, but your mind is judging you and your body also might be in fight and flight, in a trauma response. Your nervous system could be very activated and it's also quite comfortable with your life as it is, even if it's not serving you because it's used to it. If you've been in uh, fight and flight for a long time, you changing it to something new, even though that's also going to lead to possibly stress, right? Because it's new. It's also a new environment for your body. And so the body wants to continue in the familiar past, right? It wants to continue with what it's used to. So it might hold you back to the past, even though you want to move forward, which is why sometimes when we go into more harmonious environments, we still feel so overactive in our nervous system, so stressed. And it's because the body is that like, that's the environment it's used to. So it's just continuing in that same environment, even though the outer environment has changed. So what we need to do is bring that body into a more relaxed state with life as it is, and also with where we're going. We need to bring it into a place of acceptance. So the next point I want to make here is about acceptance. Acceptance is the solution. I accept that I am committed to my romantic life and my life exactly as it is. That's the statement to share with yourself. And as you share that with yourself, you might feel really triggered. You might notice that in your body. You might notice it in your mind. 
And that trigger is what we need to bring to a place of harmony, acceptance, congruence, peace, calmness, so that you're not fighting where you are anymore on a mental level and on a physical level. And that's exactly what we do together in my conscious relationship coaching program. I help you accept and take responsibility for your life exactly as it is on a body, mind and soul level so that you can then consciously change what you're creating in your romantic life. It's incredibly powerful and it works every time. The fifth step that I'd love to share with you is that if you have trouble committing at all, whether it's in new romantic relationships, whether it's in your current romantic relationship, whether it's to a particular area of your life that you want to change, the reason for that is because your life as it is, is familiar. So when you look to your life, even though you might judge it harshly, because it's familiar, on some level, both your mind and your body want to keep living in that, even though it doesn't feel good, even though your soul is begging you to change and is leading you in a different direction. It is so tied to, to comfort and to the past, even though if you're very honest with yourself, it's not comfortable at all. So part of your work also needs to be in accepting that change is uncomfortable, accepting that it's meant to feel uncomfortable right now. I mean, for instance, if you're going through a personal development process, which means you're growing in an area of your life, in this case, we're talking about romantic relationships, part of what will get you to where you want to go sooner is taking responsibility and and accepting that you're committed to your life being as it is right now, i.e. It's, it's not where you want it to be. And then it's also, you need to accept that. And also I feel this discomfort right now because I want to create change, but it feels more comfortable to my body and mind right now to be here, even though a part of me, my soul finds it very uncomfortable. It's meant to feel uncomfortable. When my clients come to me and they say, hey, this is really hard and I'm feeling a lot of resistance to it. You know what I say to them? Great. That is how we know change is coming for you. Because if if you're not feeling discomfort, if everything's feeling fine and you're trying to change something, then you're not actually changing. (laughs) You're not pushing yourself to truly change and let go. You're probably telling yourself a bit of a lie (laughs) because... You don't want to accept that change is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to your body and it's uncomfortable to your mind and it's for a reason. But if you can come to a place of acceptance about that discomfort, it will allow you to embrace the discomfort and then therefore rapidly change so, so much more than if you didn't do that. So unconscious commitment is such a powerful concept. It's one I teach all of my clients. It's key to awareness and it's key to acceptance and it's key to creating any change that you want within your romantic life and your life as a whole. 
With that said, if any of you have any questions on this topic, make sure you reach out to me at Letitia Ringe over on Instagram or TikTok. And if you're interested in deepening into this work yourself, either on your own or with your partner, it doesn't matter whether you're single or in a relationship, I invite you to check out my Conscious Relationship Coaching Program. When you check out that page at letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching, you'll then see the prompts to apply. Once you submit your application, I'll read it, find out where you're at right now and then if it seems like you're a good fit for the program I will invite you to a free one hour coaching call with me so that I can help you identify exactly what it is that you want in your romantic life and what your work is in order to change that this is incredibly powerful and will lead you to creating the change you want regardless of whether you're then invited into the conscious relationship coaching program and also whether you decide to join us uh, if you do receive that invitation once again my beautiful friends you can find all that information at letitiarinch.com forward slash coaching all right i'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening to the create a life that is beautiful podcast i'm your host letitia ringe and i appreciate you so much if you would like support one-to-one as you up level your life business or relationships in a conscious intentional and love focused way then head to letitiarinch.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.